Hi, this is Sugandhi Ayer for the Good Fortune Show. Your host, Ray Trujillo, is here to talk to you. We had the intro play and the Joyful Manifestation Show, which I host, is across Ray's show, the Good Fortune Show, every other Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Good Fortune Show is your show, of course, and anything that you would like to start with where Good Fortune is concerned, of course, Christmas Eve is here. It's here yes. from many countries across the world, including... Okay, I could be wrong about all these facts and figures, but just excuse me if I am, but including <laughs> Russia and um, England, France, Turkey, I think Australia too, India for sure, and Singapore. Many, many countries have Christmas Eve already in, and Christmas Eve is going to be ringing in to North America soon. So everybody in America is getting ready for Christmas Eve. And this is a great show to have today because we're going to focus on good fortune from Christ himself, Christ consciousness. And do tune into this energy because, you know, when we have the show, we also have different angels. And if you believe in all this, of course, I mean, I'm, I'm just assuming that since you're listening to the show, that you do believe in God and angels and masters and um, holiness and Christ consciousness, all of these things, all of this wonderful, wonderful stuff. And, you know, we don't want to feel like we're offending anybody, but all of this is one energy. Ultimately, it's the all. It's the all and it's abundance energy. And so today we're here to ring in Christ consciousness Christ consciousness energy, and it's the same. You can look at it as Buddha consciousness. You can look at it as Allah. You can look at it as any of the other gods. You can look at it whatever way you want to. Spirit, inner spirit, the self, the inner self, the all, the universe, whatever you want to think of. What do you think, Ray? Absolutely. And what a beautiful introduction, because as we do bring in Christmas Eve, and the joy of Christmas and the admonition of what it actually truly represents, as opposed to in the material spectrum, which is also significant, yet from the higher realm of the most high of the spiritual perspective in which the place in which our hearts and our minds and our spirits connect in that joyous divinity of the magic that lives within us and the magic that lives within us and around us and the magic that we seek to find as well, regardless of any depths in which one may have experienced of the opposite of that aspiration of magic and the polar opposite of that, I would say, a circumstance or situation, there's always that shining star to look upon and to mesmerize oneself in, from prayer, from affirmation, from prayerful affirmation, meditation, any sort of healing modality to embrace into the higher realm of oneself and apply that and remove oneself from any depths, from any of the mundaneness of the, the world at times. And also when one achieves a greatness that is respective to themselves, that they can continue to achieve 
in that momentum of that greatness, whatever that greatness may be, that's very personal to the self. And so there's much to consider with this time of year as it brings in, we have winter solstice, of course, and we are in a brand new timeline going into the ethers and bringing in the new year 2023. So there's much, of course, to discuss in a very abundant manner in which we want to utilize this time going forward into our new future timelines and resurrect anything from the previous timeline, learn from, uh, adjust certain circumstances and take that on a chronological spectrum from our past up until our recent past in this very moment and visualize ourselves in the new day, in the new dawn, in the new twilight of ourselves, and also going forth into the new year, which would also encompass a new renewal in that archetype of the regeneration and the renewal spectrum of our mind and our body and our spirit, attuning with the Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness, whichever is respective to anyone out there. And there's a collective collaboration, of course, during the specter of this vicinity in this time-space continuum for all of us, every creature upon this planet, every human being on this planet, and the angelic realm and the host of the angelic realm, the high priestess of the world, the high priest atmosphere that is of so much benevolence and joy and harmony. And when we're in a state of renewal and regeneration, we are thereby continuing in a very positive force and dissuading and dissolving anything that may have been the opposite of such positivity. And so there's much to further discuss, which we certainly can, of course. And there's beautiful themes that we can attribute, of course, to correlate with this symbolic time in this year, 2022, going into 2023, on a meta scale and multilateral scale, multifaceted, the multidimensional spectrum that we all live within and what is around and upon us. And whatever is respective to the individual, what their goals are for themselves and their purpose. And so when you align yourself with what is to come, what are we grateful for? What are we looking forward to in the new year for ourselves, for those we love, for projects, for our work, anything that's important and significant that's up for consideration in a self-analysis approach, anything that one may think of and renumerate over within their mind and have this conscious spectrum of focus and thought, then that is extremely imperative and that must be looked upon with the most high significance for each individual. In your opinion, Ray, what is Christ consciousness? That's a very beautiful question. With very... free, feel free to flow with what you feel personally. Okay. Well, that's a very beautiful question, and thank you for that. And 
it is a very broad. So thank you for allowing me to just elaborate on my personal opinion, how I feel about it. So for myself, the Christ consciousness that I relate to is of that. Yes, I am a Christian. I love Jesus Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. I am so grateful for all of the magical gifts and I perceive him and I receive him in the most high honor of the, in the supernaturally magical, benevolent, miraculous state in which since I can remember, I've had visions my entire life since my, as far as I can recall. And so I have a very close relationship with Jesus in my personal reflection upon expressing um and i realize that this is very different for everyone everyone has a different relationship or non-relationship and that's fine but for my personal introspection that i can provide is that there's this beautiful all-knowing unconditional of most high compassion and understanding of the human mind, the human heart, the human condition. And one thing that I do like to share with everyone, whether or not they believe in God or not, but one of the most important aspects of Jesus, Christ consciousness, and, you know, there's so many religions around the world. There's so many dogmas. There's so many uh, versions of Christianity. Let's just stay with that for just this purpose to explain this. But there's so much for interpretation, and everyone might have a different subset from that. However, the main overarching truth that I could express at this moment is that truly God makes it in such this divine effort to reach every single person, every single creature on this planet earth with this message from the most high that no matter how far away that one is from God, that God will never abandon our heavenly father. God will never abandon us. No matter what we have done or gone through or committed or experienced or any transgressions that if we reach to our heavenly father, that he is there for us and he is always going to deliver to us in divine timing. And that is extreme benevolence in which Jesus taught compassion. Jesus taught mercy. Jesus taught unconditional love and forgiveness. And also when we give and we receive it also extends into the manifestations in the material spectrum of earth as well. So when you hear, when one hears, you reap what you sow, you reap the harvest, and you see the materialization of the goodness in which you planted, that also extends into our currency of the daily world, of the yearly world in which we exist into. So when we apply those frequencies of the teachings of God and the teachings of Jesus, which is all essentially from my Christ consciousness perspective, the threefold flame, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, which is the divine trinity. And I could go into that 
you know, another time, but it's essentially the high priest, the king, the prophet, the Messiah combined. Yet in that mercy and in that love and that healing capacity, the supernatural, the magic of that majesty, which is so enriched with the beauty of the Christ consciousness in which you don't have to be a Christian to have a Christ consciousness. Jesus taught that if you are of goodness and you are in honor and if you are in reverence of goodness and in love and compassion and in a generosity state in which there are many aspects that can be deciphered a certain way. However, it's truly in which God knows the heart. God knows the heart and God knows the mind. And so in the Christ consciousness perspective, it's where you just feel this connection to the higher self, to a benevolent angelic host of being that for me, it's the Holy Spirit and which that is so significant that that would take me a very long time to explain uh, accurately and give it enough providence of respect. Yet I'm going to paraphrase for this moment and the magic of the spectrum of all that is possible that God believes in all of us, no matter who we are, no matter where we are and that application of thought in which we apply that where we're not alone, even if we're in a room full of a million people, a hundred people, a thousand people, or five people. Yet if we're just alone singularly in a room and we just call out to God, to Christ consciousness, to Jesus, to Allah, to Buddha, or to an archangel, or or just reaching to a higher power of ourself, then you're activating a spectrum within the mind and the heart space in the energetic body. And one could call that the soul astral body, the soul star, in which you're basically recalibrating the energetic specters around the body within the body and also in the etheric body which is the spirit body outside of the physiological anatomical body and where the soul star etheric body is there is much of this regeneration that occurs much like the mind in which the mind and the emotional state there's a regeneration there and also in the heart as well and so when we parallel that with chakras and the kundalini force and the merkaba wheel and we can apply that with so many different uh, approaches yet they combine in this conducive state where it's cohesive and it all applies and so in the majesty of jesus's teaching in the divine library of thought and form and word and the evidence of all that is just of love we are all born here in some capacity to love and to proceed with love and live in the atmosphere of love and give love and even if the love may be at times unrequited through various of its family friends colleagues or anything else there's still the emanation of that atmosphere of love, which originated from a very pure and most high form. And in that emanation of to love and to give forth love and kindness and 
this is not saying that one should be kind to uh, someone that's going to be taking advantage of them. I'm literally just expressing that when you have emanation of love with that discernment, with wisdom, and I'm being technical there, then there is this reactive force that is almost on a quantum scale. Well, actually, it's beyond a quantum scale, but there's this magical force and it just permeates through the ethers in a most high dynamic and that love is the most powerful gift that we have and the love therefore extends into compassion mercy forgiveness which is a supernatural ability to transcend and to dissolve any misgivings or any discord or chaos that may exist and how wondrous when we actually stop to think upon love forgiveness compassion mercy they seem as words at times yet when we actually stop to consider the exact emphasis of the energetic streams of the power that is within the origin of love of compassion of mercy of forgiveness then my goodness that is beyond the most grand of a combination in which the human emanation through the spirit of the human self emanation can exude into the world and there are those that may admonish the love and the compassion and the mercy and the forgiveness but it was never about them anyways it was always about the self in which has received and created and co-created with god through christ consciousness and through the higher self to embark upon the journey to give forth and you can still be the mighty lion in which jesus is always assimilated with a lion and a unicorn and we could talk about that as well and other things yet in that mightiness where jesus left as a lamb and returned as a lion well we've all been in a sense a lamb and very innocent and very at times needing that support and needing to have defense yet when we transcend into becoming the lion the mighty regal lion the king and the queen essentially then that is when we have the force the tour de force of the holy spirit the christ consciousness through us through the most high power of love forgiveness compassion mercy because when we hear those words then therefore it also aligns with joy and victory abundance prosperity the riches of the heavenly kingdom the treasures of god the treasures of the world and upon the land and the harvest is you know is abundant and and bountiful and the fruits of thy labor are so pristine and purified with this infinite abundance of that plentiful grain and the gold and silver and all of that material that is a reflection of the spiritual and the emotional component from the heart space from that divine intention to put forth into the world into others as well and so when we are the lion in our victorious state 
gorgeous and regal and powerful. We recall that we were once at times a lamb or the innocent unicorn virgin. And just to minimize for a moment, and there's so much to expand on, I'll minimize for the sake of this for now. However, looking upon the genesis of that and the origin of such, that supreme universal language in which the king of all kings creates this abundant world for all of us through wherever we are, whoever we are. And there's parallels in mythology, which we could go into as well, and beautiful gods that are inspired from Jesus himself, including Thor and other beautiful gods and goddesses, of course. But there's always the victory, and there's always that dynamic of winning and the capability that we all have within us and to literally reach for the stars and to literally reach for whatever it is that we foresee for ourselves in good counsel of our inner confidence yet emanating an outward confidence into the world as well. So Christ consciousness means a great deal to me, yet that is my mini explanation um there's so much more i can detail however i can i can go in whichever direction you'd like or answer anything else or discuss anything else with you so uh, re you know when you were speaking and you said this is christ consciousness is not really about being only a christian because Correct. when christ himself came and when yes. his consciousness arrived on earth christianity did not exist so right. christ existed independent of christianity christianity came Correct. later or it was formed from his teachings and what else others added to it but christianity as a religion did not exist even though christ arrived Correct, because he is right? the son of God, and God sent him as his son, and yes. And that's why the Christ consciousness is very different from, and I'm not trying to offend anyone out there. This is truly what I believe, and what other people believe as well, that when you think of God and the Christ consciousness, and you're doing good, and you're being kind, and you're being loving, and you're trying to just make this world a better place or make other people's lives better, animals' lives better, and you behold a light, you behold a torch of this beautiful light that is so empowering, that's the true state of what Christ's teachings meant, that there's no control over We have free will. God gave us free will. And so when we have the free will to express and to execute good acts, kind acts, then what other than that can be of the most righteousness in the true respect of what true righteousness could be? And one could say, well, I'm speaking of false righteousness. I'm speaking of blasphemy. Well, that's their own judgment, and therefore they're judging whatever I'm expressing. I'm not judging them. I'm very open to them. I welcome everyone, right? But I'm just a messenger. I'm just speaking of what I've experienced and what I've 
known. And so, yes, what you stated is completely true. Being in Christ consciousness, and again, we want to add other Lakshmi yes. consciousness, Buddha consciousness, Krishna consciousness. Absolutely. The Muslim messengers who have been there, Islamic messengers, Judaism, all of these things, all of these amazing, amazing religions have some truth to them. Again, not determining or not saying how much truth, but everybody basically talks about being good. And so Christ consciousness is about that goodness. You're talking about goodness, pure, sure goodness. And being in Christ consciousness or having that quality of that mind allows you the gifts and blessings that come with it. So Christ is about mercy and compassion and love. So taking care of the world, providing for the world, all of these great things. And Dawn, are you listening? Are you here? Are you able to hear us? If you do, just say hi, because I would like to request something of you. Sure, I'm here. And, uh, okay, Don, if you could play that new release, Thunder God 1 by Silk. She's a new artist, and she's released this amazing song on Thunder God. And Thunder God is about compassion. And so we're going silent for some time while we play this song. You got it. Well, here it comes.
Thunder God. Thunder God Thor is a Norse god providing rain and full of love and compassion for this world. Just imagine if Thor did not provide rain, what would have happened to this world a long time ago? All the vegetation is maintained by this amazing rain. And of course, you know, they've come up with some really bad views of Thor in the Marvel movies, but we are talking about the provider. Thor is a provider. And so we're talking about that Christ consciousness, about the provider consciousness, mercy, compassion for this world. What do you think, Ray, about Thor, about thunder gods and rain and providing? Absolutely. There's so much plentifulness with that. And in fact, when the expression of prayers for rain and to bring upon rain into the land in which the harvest and the granaries and throughout history, of course, and ancient mythology, rain is the extension of the abundance because without rain, we have drought. Therefore, we also have pestilence and poverty. And if we can't grow our harvest and the farmers, even up until right now, if there is such, which there has been actually yet, but so it's so of such high significance to discuss Thor at the moment, because there is a very much vast significance with the importance of invoking rain and invoking such nourishment into the planet and unto for humanity and with rain rain also has a correlation of that prosperity and when it rains and then we have a rainbow right and and there's so much in mythological and fairy tales in which there's a, a abundance of gold at the end of the rainbow correct and so that in a sense too we can paralyze that and in a dialogue, dialogical sense to truly look at the parallelism of the gold at the end of the rainbow means that with the, when the rain comes down, there's the harvest, and therefore the world is enriched with greenery, and we have our fruits and our vegetables and our crops, and the harvest, everything is in accordance with that divine application of that everything is in a melodious working order where we have rain we have sunshine we have the rainbows that follow and then we have our thunder in which it gives us a really great rain and there's so much more to go into that because truly in the way in which thor the norse god that you're speaking of there's an inspiration of that Thor is extremely similar to Jesus Christ in many ways. And so we could, the parallel of fighting for goodness in which you were expressing that in a lot of the, let's say, uh, the um, media um, has depicted him in a different way and an aversion to the true state of his reality in which he exists. And so there's so much victory and goodness and that celebration of that divine essence of providing purveyor of goodness and uh, the also that from what I know with Thor is that you know, he's the son of a God, right? And so 
you know, in the mythos of those things, we can truly look at how the parallels were. Jesus is the son of God. Thor is the son of a God, right? And so they're all here to help to inspire and to do goodness. And there's the nurturing aspect and purveying of that, let's say, abundance in um, many ways and amplifying the abundance and nurturing the world through healing. And rain is healing. Rain is extremely healing. And when you hear also that there's this Christology application with much of mythological gods and true essences in those ways, there's always something under siege amidst the forces of chaos, discord, in which Jesus, which Thor, uh, we could go on and on, all these beautiful gods and goddesses are always trying, they're the protagonist in the hero's journey, and they are paving the way to help all of us to have a more peaceful unification, to have and restore our land, restore our riches, restore our abundance and food and harvest, right? And to restore what's rightfully to the individual. So there's the heroic quality that is uh, heavily pervasive in the true essences of nonfiction and fiction, and also who's to say what's nonfiction and fiction, right? I'm just giving an example there. Yet, in that collective, illustrious version of how we perceive everything, you know, the Pantheon in Rome exists, and it's one of the most remarkable, uh, I would say, buildings. It's it's beyond phenomenal, and there's much of who and how and how is it still withstanding and you know, it's dedicated to all the gods, the pantheon. And in, you know, there's the, it, pantheon is a Greek word, and yet it's in Rome, and people can go on with their own interpretation. But truly, it, it does mean, like, pantheon is the Greek word for all, all-encompassing collective and the pantheon thereby is truly was built or purported to be built for all the gods and goddesses. And there's so much with that mythos to apply and to really remark upon because that is of extreme significance that something again in its state is so beautiful and tangible that exists. And in the ancient times when they would pray for rain and people still pray for rain today. We pray for rain and indigenous tribes pray for rain. But let's look in the ancient past into where that rain and that beautiful song that you just played by Silk, the thunder God, there is so much significance. Yeah, so people, if you want to rain. find that song, sorry, just uh, yes. the thunder God, Silk, S-I-L-K, and you can find it, I think, on Spotify, YouTube. And it's an amazing song with amazing vibrations, amazing sound. And uh, as Ray was saying, people have been calling for rain for some time, right, Ray? Absolutely, yes. And that song clearly exudes 
that beautiful sacred invocation and that sacred calling for the essentially in the beautiful in the honoring of the god of rain the honoring of the god of thunder and the honoring of that powerful because that is the father of nurturing and that is extremely significant and of most remarkableness because if we don't have rain then what do we have right and the when it rains in that beautiful purification state there's much to behold in the ancient times we would look upon and and see and and pray for it if we were 40 days in a desert right and we were just so parched and just we need the rain and so when the thunder god when the god of rain supplies that i mean it 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 would just truly enhance the state of everything and everything that is sequential thereafter because without the process of the rain and the melodious application of all that is conducive to an abundant self because if i'm a farmer if i'm a pharaoh of egypt and i don't have enough rain and i don't have enough water in my nile river and so forth and so forth and i don't have little helpful kitty cats protecting my greeneries and so forth i'm just making a cute allegory here but uh, there is truth to that of course yet then what good is all that and what good as is the current state of my riches and the riches of my kingdom the riches of my village if i do not receive rain if i do not receive that to coincide with a plentiful harvest in which to feed my people in which to continue the riches and the blessing and the nourishment yes so that's there's so much of high significance that often in our life can we might at times think take certain things for granted that oh wow we've been without rain for 31 days for three months for six months so yes that there's an extreme extreme of paramount importance with that and that song is extremely powerful and extremely magical in that co-application of what is exactly needed to invoked upon to be implored within and in a very sacred alchemy i would say to alchemize the forces the thor the god of thunder thunder god and it's i would say it's like a beautiful sacred decree that's alchemizing in a perpetual way what do you think yes and of course and i just wanted to ask you so the good fortune show and the good fortune vibes that people are tuning into when they tune into the show and of course to take it to your daily life and then the next week the joyful manifestation show and the christ consciousness and thunder god consciousness and buddha consciousness abundance consciousness i'm sure every country has its beautiful beautiful gods i'm sure africa has its gods and croatia has its gods and all of these countries have had amazing gods and goddesses so how would you connect the good fortune vibes to these gods is it that when you connect to them and when you invoke them and when you're in their consciousness that you create more good fortune what do you think ray well absolutely with the collectiveness of it all in which all of these facets and you know we 
right now we could just go into the polytheistic aspect of mythos, tradition, uh, various religious dogmas, and also um, tradition for cultures, right? And so with all of those, whenever there's such a magnificence of that benevolence to behold and to entreat upon and to receive within, there's the alchemy there of that majesty because whatever is representative of goodness and of love and of victory and strength and to create this emanation of providing and nurturative um, application of just I want to bring forth good fortune. I want to give rain. I want to give a great harvest, a plentiful bounty. I want to help with love and the atmosphere of love and mercy, kindness, compassion, and therefore victory, therefore happiness, therefore you know, joy, the longevity. And in that, in our genealogical spectrum in which all of us have our own genealogy, there's so much within our sacred DNA patterns. There's so much within our etheric selves and within our soul star that we have this inherent knowledge within ourselves from wherever we are emanated from in the earthly manifestation. So we have it all within us to have this connection to whatever that soul birthright could be pertaining to and relatable to. And there is that collective consciousness with the collective unconsciousness in the cosmology of all of our divine beings. Every single one of us is divine. Even if one does not believe in anything at all, they are still a divine being and they are still an emanation, a creation of divinity even if they don't believe in that themselves, but they truly are. So we all are one, essentially, even though some may have a different uh, sensory application to themselves, but truly we are all a brotherhood and a sisterhood of one, and that is why it's so important where the collective and the uncollective consciousness of the unconscious and that collective part, where... We can correlate those that don't want to collect, those that do want to collect, but amplify that. And where we all have free will to believe whatever we want. And those that do want to believe and call upon that higher spectrum of that higher state of cosmic consciousness, then that's when the alchemy occurs and the magic is emanated and everything is called forth. And so it's very much in the sense of raising one's vibration and assisting others in raising their vibration. And thereby, when if I raise my vibration prior to me embarking from my home into the land, into the world, and just to posit myself into the vicinity of strangers until I say hello, and thereby it's no longer a stranger, correct? But who is to say that that person is not thereby connected to me because I now have said, hello, how do you do? And thereby I am increasing the vibration and the emanation of that kindness, of that 
humbleness of saying hello to my fellow brother and sister. And it's surprising what can happen with when you say hello or there's just so much that can happen just from a simple hello. And that is just a small example. Yet when one tunes into vibration of prayerful affirmation, affirmation itself, meditation, anything, a yogic exercise, anything that is evolving themselves outside of their, uh, let's say, if there's a limited self, then there's this reminder that, no, 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 there is a complete unlimited capacity that is present. Sometimes we all just need a reminder of that, correct? So when one is attuned or wanting to attune themselves to a higher vibration, it is of most significance when we have the vibes that you can seek and you can assimilate to and you can take from it whatever is comfortable for the individual, whatever aligns and maybe things vacillate from here and there at times where day to day the interest can shift into one spectrum to a different spectrum and then we meet in the center and that's also beautiful because any progress is of most significance any progress any step forward for one individual self and their state of being in a mind body spirit correlation is of most significance just to improve or to seek to improve and then thereby execute it and therefore receiving the reward state. And this is not just on a neurochemical response system. I mean, it's more than that. There's neurochemical response systems that do create. And, you know, when we have purpose, there's an analgesic propriety that occurs where when we have purpose, thereby any sort of the opposite of happiness, which is, I'm just going to say, any sort of lower lull vibration that is the opposite of a happy vibration. Yet when one has any sort of purpose, any intention, even having a journal, even writing down, today I'm going to do the dishes, tomorrow I'm going to organize, I'm not sure yet, but I'm going to get back to that. Well, guess what? That right there is a progress and thereby it creates a purpose and that's analgesic thereby in itself because in that analgesic proportion there's a minimization of the pain or the what do i do with myself but when you give one when oneself has a purpose it actually enhances the dopamine the serotonin in the brain and all these neurochemicals that we really need but when we amplify with the vibes in the etheric and the energetic spectrum and that it just merges with the physiological constructs of ourself with our spiritual cosmic consciousness then my goodness we can completely metamorphosize and completely transform ourselves and even with just one thought in action right thought action i'm going to clean my closet i'm going to organize my books i'm going to polish my crystals i'm going to check on my neighbor and say hello i'm going to bake bread for my my neighbor uh you know i'm gonna plant seeds i'm gonna water my garden whatever it is and i'm speaking of very simple like things 
But those simple like things are of high significance because if we start with those things that may be seemingly small, they can be also very gargantuan because then it sets the tone for the perpetualization of what is next, what is sequentially next or the next action, the next action of purposefulness. And then when we reach the higher place in the self of, wow, I got 10 things on my list checked off. My vibration has risen. My altitude of myself, of my higher self, my Christ consciousness, my Buddha consciousness, my Lakshmi consciousness, and my cosmic divine council consciousness. I'm residing within the realm of the angelic host. So I would say, dear God, what would you have me do? I'm here to do my father's work. Where would you have me go? Where would you? What would you have me do? And whom would you have me speak to? Whom would you have me implore to help, give service to, whatever? So there's such a graduation process that is extremely benefic to the self in karmic proportions as well. Because when we think of getting something done for ourselves first, just like in an airplane, put the mask on ourselves first, right there before. If we do take care of ourselves and nourish ourselves first in some capacity, and then we are stronger and more befit for the next and the next, and then we have just even more abundance to welcome into our life because we are prepared. We have set the throne for ourselves, and we have the appropriate garments and to adorn ourselves to be in preparation to receive that great abundance in that karmic realm. So I would say raising the vibration, yes, absolutely. Joyful manifestation show, the good fortune show, and applying all of the most helpful and most significant imperative aspects that at times an individual could just be going through their day and not truly thinking of how can I help myself achieve my greatness? And one could say, well, that's all I think about. And that's, that's fine. If one thinks about it all the time in, in, in to the point of maybe neurosism, which I understand that. And then to the other spectrum in which they don't think about themselves at all, in which they need a bit of an amplification boost and so it is just even one thought that creates the metamorphosis in the self to amplify from that and launch pad that and look upon the star of themselves and see upon the vistas of their own journey and where they'd seek to go. And truly it is a one Every journey is individual to themselves, yet finding the place that works for them in this moment and what they would like for tomorrow and what they would like for the next day. And even if they can't think that far, that's fine. But just knowing that seeking that purpose and raising vibration, doing affirmations, any sort of yogic exercise or exercise in itself, of course, proper nutrition, prayer meditation prayerful affirmation you know st staying accountable holding oneself accountable even to one thing and wow how exciting we did one thing even if it was putting five books away that's still a success and thereby the next success is to finish 
writing that book or finished doing a great job at work or anything of that sort. So you see how that progressive momentum adheres to and works in a formulaic way. So Ray, basically you're telling everybody here today that good vibrations do exist. A good yes. consciousness does exist. Christ consciousness does exist by whatever name you want to call it. And so on this Christmas Eve, we are wishing everybody a fantastic Christmas. And for North America and countries where Christmas Eve is not yet here, we're wishing them too. And we're wishing everybody a fantastic Christmas. And we will have the Joyful Manifestation Show in one week, next Friday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, just in time for New Year's. And we want everybody to have a wonderful holiday. And Ray, any last words or uh, just a few words before we sign out? You can sign out for us today. Thank you very much. And everyone have a beautiful holiday and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And thank you for your spending your precious time with us. Yeah.